Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of One More Minute. It's me, Monique, your podcast host. So today's podcast is titled For Nostalgia's Sake. So let's get right into it. So if anybody knows me, even if you don't know me, I'm one of those people who kind of just holds on to everything mentally, emotionally, sometimes physically. I literally have some stuff stored in my brain and in my house from over the years that have a level of sentimental value. I live for nostalgia. In my lifetime, after experiencing loss in some areas of my life, I find myself having a constant uh, longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal associations, whether it's like buying a certain juice that I remember from my childhood or wearing that body spray that, you know, reminds me of my first year of college, you know, sitting around talking to my mom about, you know, what my life was like in Miami. It just kind of gives me this like unexplainable level of comfort. I would describe myself as having the memory of an elephant where there's a memory of feeling experience words said or unsaid all of that I forget absolutely nothing for a better visual picture the scarecrow from the whiz who pulled out those like profound quotes from his stuffing that's me with things from the past I can pull out something in the back of my mind at any time any place whether it's good or bad even as I am unearthing and emerging the best version of myself my fondest and not so fondest memories sometimes they just kind of hit me out of nowhere and boom I'm either like stuck in that moment or time like I can still have that same feeling of when it happened or I just kind of let it go and pass me by can you relate to that especially you know with us being locked down and quarantine everybody's been kind of just like locked in a, a time warp with themselves right and in that time warp Have you had a memory that you just kind of look back on and like brought you to tears or perhaps your heart smiles? When I say tears, it could be like happy tears or like sad tears. Or have you looked back on something and it made you cringe like, oh, Lord, I thank you for a new season. Or have you thought about something and it kind of made you paralyzed with angst? Or do you get so settled into a thought that it just offers you a lever of comfort that you don't have now in a world with so much confusion, so many different things happening? So here's a great example. So like most people in my age group, I'm definitely 80s baby. And the 90s is my favorite time period, period. The music, the shows, the culture. I mean, to be born in the 80s and grow up in the 90s is just like, it was the best of pop culture. I mean, it's literally top tier and elite, right? And I think that to my point about, you know, 2020 and the quarantine, you know, being stuck in one place, not being able to go anywhere, limited interaction with my friends and family. I kind of found myself like stuck in that time period. I mean, I'm ordering every movie I could think of from the 90s, whether it's Boomerang, Strictly Business, anything Spike Lee made, whether it's making playlists, listening to Tevin Campbell. I mean, rediscovering deep cuts. I mean, your girl, I mean, I was going down. I was going down a rabbit hole from things from the 90s. I literally was only consuming things that reminded me of happier times and that kind of gave me like this level of peace and I just couldn't really figure out why until more recently. So I kind of found myself reliving the great moments from my childhood. I had an incredible childhood um, and I just enjoyed the feeling that that evoked. I think some of the favorite things that I was reliving in this time um, are the ones with my family, especially when my dad was alive. When I get to celebrate 
the holidays with my entire family in one place, especially with my late grandparents. Oftentimes, I would teeter between being like really sad about the change and how life is just so different now. I don't, I don't, as you get older, you think about your parents being alone for the journey and even your grandparents. Or, and I would kind of like bask in that moment, or I would just kind of be grateful for the time I had or the elements that kind of made me into who I am. And sometimes that would be smiling, sometimes I would be crying, or sometimes that was just being a hot emotional mess. Here's another great example where I'm kind of telling my age. I was part of that first group that had a Facebook account with a college email, right? So I have to say, over the last couple months, I have been feeling so attacked by Facebook because they keep um, popping up all these archived posts, statuses, and pictures of me with people that I'm no longer in connection with, whether we you know, went on different paths, whether we're no longer friends, whether we lost contact, you know, it's both, it's both cool to kind of see where my mind was in that time period, because, you know, something from 12 years ago, I'm kind of on track with who I am now, had the same profound thoughts, same multifaceted mo. you know, still spiritual, still talking about stuff that I like. And then it's also kind of depressing because you realize that you not only lost touch with people, but you don't talk to any of those people anymore that that you are in those photos with that you might have thought would be around forever. So it kind of took me back again to a place where I had great fond memories and that endorphin feeling and I found myself stuck there again. And I just a little semi-stuck, not too stuck, but I found myself just kind of being in this like euphoric place all the time. But, you know, those are just two examples But I quickly found out that one of the most dangerous things that you could ever do to yourself is to live in the past. Now, I use those examples, but there were some other things that I was kind of dealing with and unpacking that I found myself kind of stuck there. The same feeling I had when it happened, it was still there. It was like it had just happened yesterday. And I couldn't figure out, God, why am I in this place? And I would talk to my friends and they were going through the same thing. Now, I think that when you're dwelling in the past, it can be two things, right? You can reminisce on things that make you happy. You can hold onto a memory and let it pass. Or you can kind of be stuck in places that are in the shadows of your life. That's heartbreak. That's grief. That's life just lifing. That's loss. That's, you know, neglect. That's things we did or grievances that were done to us, etc. But that's kind of where it gets dangerous. And in the case of the latter... Dwelling on the past means reading the same chapter over and over and over again while simultaneously expecting the end to change. And we all know that's just not going to. That's not how time, that's not how life works. It's kind of reopening wounds and a lot of opportunities for self-sabotage. Living in the past is the biggest roadblock for moving forward. And life will move forward whether you're on board with it or not. So when I talked about, you know, living in the past in the 90s and thinking about when my dad was alive, it kind of just like reopened that, that, that wound of loss and, you know, his absence. And I found myself having that same feeling I had when he passed away 11 years ago. So part of the grieving status or the grieving um, process is that, Each day gets a little bit better, but if you're stuck there, you'll be paralyzed there and you will not move. Now, have you thought to yourself during this podcast while listening, I can't relate to nothing that Monique is talking about. So I did a little research because I'm a nerd and I've compiled a list of things and a list of signs that you're paralyzed in the past. And once you hear these, you'll determine that there's some things that you just definitely have to let go. 
So the first one is this. You lose yourself in nostalgia and happy moments. You romanticize the past. You're fixated on the good old days. Ding, 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 ding. That's me. You hold grudges about a situation and you lack forgiveness. Number three, you blame yourself and are being haunted by past mistakes. Number four, you wonder about what could have, should have, and would have been. Number five, you're not looking forward to anything based on what's happened in the past. You feel like your best days are behind you. Number six, you have no plans for the future. You're kind of stuck in the routine and you're stuck in this like level of comfort. There are so many holes in the way that you see the world. Number seven, anything from way back that still gives you anxiety at like the thought of it, that feeling you had when it happened, your body still reacts to memories like they just happened yesterday. I don't even have to tell you. You're living in the past. And last but not least, another sign that you are paralyzed and dwelling in what was is that a past experience affects your present day confidence, your anxiety, and how you show up in the world. Can you relate now? So I think that one thing that we all have in common is that we're all the sum of our experiences and they're often what kind of makes us who we are. They live the groundwork groundwork for like who we are at this present moment and who we're yet to be because there are things in life that are going to happen to us that haven't even happened yet and we just have to we don't have to prepare for them right because you don't know what's going to happen but just know that life is just going to continue to life good and bad our past consists of good and bad decisions words left unsaid missed opportunities confusion conflict and you know a plethora of things And when we're stuck there, it robs us of the present of where we are at this on this Monday in August. It's like being caught up in the Matrix or do you remember that movie Groundhog Day? where He just kept reliving the same day over and over and over again. It kind of just makes me think of the past being if you allow it, it can handcuff you. It can handcuff you and kind of stifle your growth as a person. Now. I talked about the pandemic earlier, and I feel like that has been a catalyst for change for a lot of people. People have been able to rebirth themselves, renew their minds, renew their spirits, even renew their bodies. But I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like a lot of folks have used this pandemic to kind of unearth things that they might have been putting in back away in the chambers of their mind and or just kind of went through a hall to pick out things from the past to address. I think that that's a good thing, but sometimes you just kind of have to leave things where they are and pick up where you left off and keep it moving. In this season, I have this recurring convo with my friends that everything we've been through at some point was supposed to happen. Our past is there to teach us, stretch us, and grow us. Each ingredient is there for a reason. And more than anything, we have the power, you know, to renew our mind because we can look back on then and see where we are now, where we're headed. So for nostalgia's sake, we hold on to things because they become, because they sometimes become our identity or we find comfort in them. Long story short, as we're all emerging into our best selves, we have to recognize that sometimes things about our past and yesteryear hold us back. We have to do the work to unpack and come to terms with it. It can literally be crippling. And remember last week's podcast, Amazing Grace? Well, grace applies here too. Grace gives us the power to let go of our past. And to be clear, you know, I've used some like soft weight examples you know, some soft touch points, examples of things in the past that I've personally been dwelling on or living in. But for other people, your past could be super deep 
you know, you can have some family issues, you can have relationship issues. For other people, it can be, um, you know, a little more casual. It could be, you know, a small feeling like I should have made a right, but I made a left. It can be a range of things. Our pasts are so colorful and so different. Um, Some of them are vibrant. Some of them are dark. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But the thing about our past is we can't allow it to define us or allow it to hold us back. And we have to use what we've been through and who we used to be to help us emerge and help us emerge into who we could be. Okay. So I think that with prayer, therapy, and our sure power to overcome, our thoughts can make a difference and kind of help us to move over from what was and not get lost in the abyss of nostalgia. So. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Hope it blessed you because it definitely blessed me. One thing I love about this podcast is, you know, I use my own life material, material from things that I read or materials from the people around me to kind of tell stories as a reminder that we're all in this together. Um, Especially when it comes to our past, you know, people, a lot of people that are ashamed of their past and then the other people that use their past as a stepping stone to be the absolute best versions of themselves. I love hearing stories about people that have, you know, been in jail and or people that were poor or, you know, people that were living, all, you know, a whole nother life and where they are now. It gives me such such great hope. And it's so encouraging to see people turn their lives around and not allow their past to pin them down or keep them in a box or, or force them to be, you know, people that they don't want to be and they can just kind of get to the other side so hope that you'll listen hope that you'll like hope that you'll share make sure you follow me on instagram at monique a mitchell you can log on to my website at moniqueamitchell.com and hit me up on twitter my my twitter name is monificent 11 i would love to hear from you so as always i'm going to keep giving you mo until next time i'll hear from you and you'll hear from me next monday